Hello, everybody. I'm Marquis Devereaux, your host of Verbal Assault Livestream. I'm coming to you today from Washington Square Park remotely, and we have a whole bunch of people that are joining us on the program. As most of you know, we're a political podcast. We uh, bring you viewpoints from left, right, and center with real people in real time talking about real issues. Um, we have had some issues bringing this program together for you today. Now, I have always told our listening audience that I'm a host that leans to the left. And whoever's eating the chips or whatever, you got to be silent over there. Okay. Okay, great. No, you're still moving. Whoever's moving. Okay, great. Now we're back to our audio. So one of the things that I want to comment on is that all of my right people have basically shown up to the table. All of my left people have had an excuse for why something has challenged them from coming in at full throttle. Now let's let's be clear here. People have, are having deaths in their families. They're having issues, um, whether that's paying their rent or getting to work or whatever. But I want to make a notation of this because maybe this is why Trump is president. Because right-leaning people have shown up to the table and they have shown up to vote. And those of you that are not happy with Trump in office need to keep that in mind. If the right people are showing up and the debt left people are falling short, where does that leave us as a nation? So in this program, we need all voices to come to the table. We need all people voting and we need all people actively and politically involved. Let me go and introduce my cast of characters. First of all, I have Miss Cherokee Black. Cherokee is an international model. She's a YouTube personality. She is a mother. She is a friend. She is an online activist. And if Cherokee has a problem with it, she's going to let her followers know. Hello, Cherokee Black. Hi. How's everybody? Very well. Happy to see you. I'm loving the feather. Um, you're also known as Medi Many Feathers. Tell us a little bit about that, if you would. I'm Cherokee. Look, I'm and Many Feathers is my tribal name. Okay, and I see that you have your cat, Lady Bling. Where does the name Lady Bling come from? Um, I have a YouTube channel called Face Bling by Cherokee, and she's the mascot. I love <laughs> it. Bling. So I, I identify as African-American, but I let people know that I'm mixed. I know that you're culturally, you have this mixture, and having a gray cat means maybe your cat is mixed as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love talking about the race thing. It makes people feel so uncomfortable. Moving on, um, I'd like to now uh, introduce the anonymous conservative. He's someone coming to us from Nassau County, Long Island. He's using the name of Bobby. He's wearing a paper bag. And what concerns me about those that don't show their face is how do we know who to hold accountable? Now, Bobby will tell you that He's involved politically, he owns his own business, and he's a person that has a pretty reasonable point of 
view. So what makes him conservative is what I wonder. Bobby, why don't you go ahead and get, answer that question for me? Well, I, I just take uh, traditional conservative viewpoints on most of the issues. What does conservative mean? What, what, what are we conserving? <clears throat> the Constitution. I believe in uh, a limited federal government and let the, let the states run their, run their states the way they should because every state is different. Okay. And you know, every state is different and uh, every person is different and every situation is different. And that's a part of the reason why we do this show. Um, I'm then going to move to someone who's just joined us for uh, today's Wednesday program, Enyerke Encarnacion. She is a researcher. She is a mother that homeschools. She is an activist and she has a background of Afro-Caribbean descent. And her viewpoint brings in a way that goes at facts and figures and brings the truth to the table. Nirka, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. And not only do I like to bring the facts, I also like to learn. So if okay. in any way possible that I'm wrong, I like to be corrected. Okay. Because it's all you, about bringing the truth. No, I'm and telling I'm going to I'm going to tell you what we do need to correct. Your Wi-Fi is sounding like a popcorn machine at the local cinema, but I'm going to say this. We're going to mute you when you're not speaking <laughs> because we want you as part of this program today, but I am so happy to have you. Um, I'm then going to pivot a little bit. Um, I've introduced Bob Cherokee. I've introduced Nirka. And I'm also going to say um, hello to uh, Rob Arnold. I'm not sure if Rob is on the program yet, um, but I'm going to say this. Rob Arnold is someone who has a direct connection to Samuel Adams um, that creates the beer in Jamaica Plain, Massachusetts. Samuel Adams is also related to John Adams and John Quincy Adams. So that's not the only political connection he has. He's also the host of a show called Political Firestorm. You know, it's funny because uh, Rob Arnold is not the host, co-host of the show either, but he sometimes comes in so strong. I say, you know what? I look at him like another co-host or producer. Rob Arnold, are you with us yet? Not just yet, but Rob Arnold will be with us soon. And when he is there, we will know because if he doesn't agree with you, he will interject very quickly. Rob identifies as a Republican. And when Trump is not correct, he lets us know that he doesn't agree with Trump. Is he going to agree with Trump at the voting booth? That is a question that our listeners and viewers are going to want to know. Now I'm going to go into introducing my co-host, Mr. Samuel Kachera. And Sam, are you, are you feeling good about today's topic? I feel good about every day's topic. Every day's topic. So we've got some nonsense going on in Florida, and I'm going to get into that in a second. I'm going to say hello to our audience, whether you're listening to us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or one of the other 11 platforms, or you may be watching us. I hope you're watching us on Facebook. We've recently uh, relaunched our Facebook account, Instagram, Twitter. We're also going strong on YouTube. We will eventually be um, uploading onto Vimeo, Snapchat, and TikTok. So with that being said, let's go into the program. Now, what we have is we have a situation going on in Florida. Now, our commander-in-chief, challenges many people on many things. He is not politically correct. Can we all agree on that? No argument from anybody there. That's a good thing. Now, in Florida, 
in the state of Florida, we have a scientist that was let go. We have a scientist that was let go because she refused to manipulate data. Now, let me, let me just put this out there. This particular scientist was creating data for each county that's in the state of Florida so that if a county had a rise in rates of infection or a lower rate of infection, she was able to spot and trend. It's kind of like the way that police officers use CompStat here in New York City to know where the criminal areas are so they can send resources there. So. Samuel, I'm looking at you. Um, I didn't give you a chance to go into me on the last program. You know, I'm always saying, when is Trump responsible? Now, scientists are being challenged these days. Uh, you know, people that are talking about global warming are being challenged. Weather forecasts are being challenged. Uh, medical people are being challenged on their information. Um, we're, 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 we're challenging the media. We're challenging government. We're challenging law. Why are we challenging science in Florida? <clears throat> well, I believe that we, I think this is a good point because um, this, this girl, she wrote a very good program that could help the state. And it'll put out a lot of very good information about the coronavirus and its um, and its movement, its growth, its whatever. But um, but she was fired, and now the thought is that she was fired because the state didn't want to let loose certain information. They didn't want it to. They didn't want X amount of. They didn't want certain information out there so that they could so that the state could be seen as as having low rates of i don't know if it was deaths or cases but then they could they could open up their the businesses they can open up the state for business um sooner and 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 mm. okay right so yes. this was this was the issue and um and i i agree i don't think that was a good thing to do i think that was um i think that was shit i think that was shit um but we haven't gotten the true reason. We ha we haven't gotten any response as to the reason exactly the reason why she was fired. She was okay. fired. She was fired like instantly. But there's no information as to what was what was their claim, right? The only yes. thing that she did, the only thing that she did, was she put out a statement and said, "Watch out, because data could now be manipulated." But we didn't. There's no information. They didn't give a reason for her dismissal. Therefore, we should be careful how we proceed with this. Okay, you make a very good point. Now, you know, Sam, as an entrepreneur, I always have to take responsibility for what goes, what happens in my organization because the buck stops with me. And oftentimes on this program, you and I tease each other because I always ask you, when do we hold Trump responsible? But we have a trend happening in America where we're questioning, um, we're questioning every everything and when we get to the point that we're questioning science is it a surprise that you know what the business community wants one thing that's what's keeping the wheels going so this person is not following falling in line with the agenda and that's to get business going we need to we, we need to increase the confidence um trump has been asked why do you not wear a mask 
because Trump has said it sends the wrong message. Maybe Florida is saying it sends the wrong message to let out the negative data. I think um, I think that that it's just important that we find out the reason why she was let go. I think before we start making accusations and everything, you got to complete the scenario first, right? On the, on the surface, the way it is now, yeah, I agree. It looks bad. Shouldn't have been done. Girls should still have a job, but we still haven't gotten the reason why. You got to complete the picture. Yes. So the picture is incomplete. Either the picture is incomplete or we're not being given all the information because the information is withheld. Um, Mr. Daniel John, I see that you've joined us and we're discussing today the issue of the scientists who wouldn't manipulate the data in Florida. I've asked you before, as someone who is a, sort of affiliated with this medical community, there are facts and figures that we have to follow because information gives us a goalpost of where to go and what to look for. When I tell you about someone that's being terminated because they refuse to follow along with the agenda, and as a scientist, she said, I will not manipulate the data. What goes through your mind as a person that relies on data to do their job? Um, scientists are, uh, you know, driven to the data that um, they they derive. That is what um, they're revolve, revolving around. Um, and um, Trump is more interested in other factors. So you brought up the point of why Trump is not wearing mask, and I think it has to do with the image he wants to portray to the world, um, mostly to. Um, you know, uh, people in this country, uh, as well as there's also an agenda to the world about um, how, you, how he wants to come across. He wants America to look like it is, uh, you know, doing well. And uh, so he doesn't want to portray the notion that all Americans are suffering, even though- But this is what Florida wants. Florida wants to portray the fact that they're ready to go back to business even though, and I've got motorcycles going by, guys. Sorry about the sound effects. Um, I am coming to you today from Washington Square Park, again, in New York City on this Wednesday. Um, but if Trump is able to do it to put out a positive image, and Florida is the Republican-leaning red state, then why can't Florida do it? Um, so... Um I don't know. Is 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 uh, the the governor of Florida um, wearing a mask or is he not? Well, the scientist was let go. The scientist was let go because she refused to manipulate data, mm-hmm. and data is what uh, us as Americans are looking for in order to know what's safe and what isn't safe. So, if we're not getting the correct data, we don't have the right information. It's sort of like the movie that's out now with the, um, and someone will probably know the name of the movie, but you know, Dow Chemical putting the, uh, putting the stuff into the water where everyone in that area is suddenly getting sick and Dow doesn't want to take any responsibility. The Florida uh, scientists refusing to comply is almost like a whistleblower saying, 
you've let me go, but I'm refusing to manipulate the data. Now, let's be clear to the rest of the panel. Florida is saying that she's insubordinate. And I'm going to pivot to Cherokee right quick. Florida is saying that she's insubordinate and she wasn't um, doing as she was told as per her supervisors. Cherokee, you are a woman who is independently employed. And as people of color, I know that when we're more outspoken, oftentimes we're told we're, you're, 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 uh, you're, you're too loud, you're, you're out of line, you're being insubordinate, we get accused of these different things. Have you been in a situation before as a woman and as the woman of color where having a voice has be um having a voice for what you believe is right has become a detriment to your safety or your pocketbook yes and my relationships with men yes <laughs> definitely 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 i've lost jobs because i'm outspoken um the young lady in florida probably didn't want to manipulate the data because it 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 held it held a lot of truth and she wanted the truth to get out. People need to know the truth. You know, with this whole pandemic thing, they, they spent a lot of time counting bodies and, and doing different things. And, not and they're still counting work. bodies. Right, and not giving, not giving any uplifting information, like how many people are, now they, they're doing it, but how many people are surviving? How many people are able to go home? And, you know, um, what does the future look like? You know? Okay. Um, oh. You know, I'm going to, um, I get accused on this program of always pulling the race card, always pulling the gender card. But, and, um, and let me just jump over to Bobby. Bobby, you know, my viewpoint isn't conservative in that regard because women get treated differently and people of color get treated differently. And I'm wondering if this were a guy if he would have been taken more seriously. Bobby, I'm straying off, I'm straying off the agenda here. What, what, what am I doing wrong? What am I not getting? You're, you're making an implication that I don't believe exists. Don't I, believe it exists. No. I'm, I'm, I'm talking BS. Tell me where I'm wrong. Well, Let me know. You're, you're speculating. And this is, you know, this, let's go back to the data. And, and this is one of the big problems we have in the world of politics, certainly, when we have data or information about something and someone will spin the data to, to fit whatever political gain they, they might get from it. Um, I, I'm, I'm getting off on a little mini tangent here, but I recall the, uh, the green... Uh, uh, the green movement, uh, global warming and all that, they, this big consortium in England, well, they were caught manipulating the data so that it would uh, create a narrative that, that fit their agenda, that the world was warming and all that and all that. And this is one of the problems we have when people attempt to do that. Now, again, we don't know the facts behind this whole thing. I think, you know, to speculate on it is one thing, but until we learn the actual facts, we can't come to any conclusion. It's not fair. Okay. It's not fair. Now, women complain about things being not fair. People of color, those who are physically challenged, everyone always seems to have an issue that things aren't fair. But we're now living in a time where when a whistleblower speaks out, they are chastised, 
they are demonized, they are treated differently, they are ostracized. I take exception. What about Eric Chiramella? Educate the audience on, on who that is, please. He was the uh, the hearsay witness for Ukraine. Uh, okay. That, that didn't didn't listen into a call. He heard about it from someone else, and yet the president was was impeached over this. This is okay. nonsense. But the president is still in office, so it looks like the impeachment meant nothing because nobody on the Republican side chose to actually, uh, uh, at least in the Senate, was interested in hearing what was happening. They said, you know what, no matter what you do in Congress, we're not going to impeach him in the Senate. And Don't so Don't the negate trial it. was a sham. Don't negate okay. it. He was impeached. Don't negate it. It was unfair. Yes, it was. He was impeached, though. That's the point. Did it go anywhere? No. But did it waste your yours and mine and everybody else's tax dollars? Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, you, so, Cherokee, you agree that tax dollars were wasted? Huh? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, not so not it, only that, but it also took the focus off of Congress. You know, okay. maybe maybe Congress should have been looking at this pandemic instead of trying to get Trump out of office. So, should we not have whistleblowers? Didn't say that. Don't okay. say that. Of course, how, should, how should we handle whistleblowers? Should they be taken seriously? Um, Daniel John, I'm going to let you take this one. Should we take whistleblowers seriously? I think we should take whistleblowers seriously, but sometimes people also take advantage of um, their position to come out, uh, uh, you know, to make a political statement. So have to be a little careful, you know, that they may have a different agenda. Mm. And and and, um, and especially when they go against the president, you have a white media that's ready to cover it. Wow. And you make a very good point because, you know, Samuel has brought up the fact before um, Joe Biden is running on the Democratic ticket. He's had an accuser make some claims against him. And Samuel Kachera has asked, hey, where's the Me Too movement to back this woman up now? She's one person. Supposedly, there are 800 accusers that want to step forward now. And I've always said, you know, if you make a claim, you have an obligation to, to, to bring the information out in a timely fashion so someone else doesn't end up in the same exact place. But when you're emotionally traumatized, the time that that can take varies from person to person. So in this case, in a way, I'm saying, where's the Me Too movement? Because this woman was let go, but she wasn't let go from what we understand because of uh, uh, sexual reasons or being violated by a male, but she's being essentially silenced. She is being silenced. Uh, Daniel, you sound like you wanted to add something? No, I was going to say that uh, Joe Biden, in his case, it sounds kind of... Um, um, kind of strange that this woman would come back, you know, after 30 years and she's almost like the lone standing person, lone ranger standing there and making all these claims. Um, so even though I lean, you know, Republican, I, I find it hard to believe that uh, Biden would go for something like this. Uh, it just sounds uh, too strange. It looks like mm. some Republican operatives are paying this woman. Mm. Right now you have- um, but you agree that you agree that she deserves to be heard. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like in a whistleblower situation. Somebody, but, but in the end, somebody needs to be held accountable for whatever is being said, whether it be whistleblower 
or the person, the the accused, or whatever. No doubt, right? No doubt, and also you, you know, the, no doubt. But the, she says she made a, a report, uh, file a complaint with the you know the the, the Senate, uh, with the Senate um, uh, Human Resources, but they cannot find such a complaint. She says that she talked to X Y Z people. None of them can remember this, you know. Um, so this, it, it's kind of strange that she's come out now. All of it is yes. Also, the recording where, she, where her mom is on the radio talking to someone, uh, or podcast or whatever it was, her mom was talking to someone, and it was recorded. And yeah. it was there that her, that her daughter, which was Tiara, Tara Reed. Yeah, was, I, I heard that too. I heard that too from uh, the Fox News. Yeah, Fox News uh, brings up all of these things. But again, um, it is strange that after 30 years, Fox News you know, found something from their archives, and now they're saying that this is a call from her mother, whereas she doesn't, the mother doesn't identify herself, and there's no proof that it is the mother. You know, it's all kind of strange because, you know, Fox News can go crazy, just like MSNBC can go crazy for the other side. Well, and so, can, so you have, um, it is kind of, um, so I, you know, I, I, I have to still. I'm still waiting to find out if there's any truth in such things. Um, and now is a good time to bring this right, up. But in order to find out, she needs to be heard. In order to find out, she needs to be heard. Yeah, sure. She does need I'm to be heard. I'm trying to use timings uh, unfair. Anytime should be fair to bring anything up. Because when you're a victim, uh, time is an essence. And sometimes you're just not ready to speak about it. So right. in your part, it's unfair to talk about time, to be weird. We okay. Need all the facts. Yes, no and I, yeah. I like what Yurka says. We need all of the facts, and when it comes to the facts, when a wrong has taken place, there should never be a timeline on bringing the truth to the equation. I mean, listen, guys, let's go way back. If we found out what really happened to Kennedy, wouldn't we want to hold someone accountable? If we found out that the CIA was corrupt. Don't we really want to know what happened to Dr. Martin Luther King or Malcolm X? Exactly. Don't we really want to know what happened with Reagan's shooter? Don't we want to know? I mean, no matter how far we go. Hunter Biden did something illegal with Burisma. Don't we really want to know? We're still investigating, are we not? Not quite. Well, I don't think it's being investigated been, at all. There should have been a hearing, but... Oh, yes, it is. Is it is it being investigated. Barisma is being actively investigated. Yes, it is. It is. It is. Um, There's yeah. some transcript that came out. And and I and and I anticipate that the closer that Joe Biden gets, and the more, the better that he pulls, the more dirt that's going to suddenly come to the surface. Um, I just find it hard to have so many accusations being lobbed at one person and his track record with women, Donald Trump's track record with women is deplorable, quite frankly. And so I hope that if anybody's gonna make an accusation about claims, Donald Trump isn't the one to speak. I, think, I just hope that he keeps his mouth shut until he can answer his own questions. I think the Donald Trump and women claims have been satisfied and moved to the back. You can go but you're not a woman to make to say that. You can step forward to Biden now. You can step forward to Biden now. It's okay. But all you're right. not a woman to say that. Nurika, do you feel that the uh, all of Trump's claims have been um, answered properly? 
by the women that have made the accusations? I think they have because they're still not talking about it. Claims, claims are spoken about it until they are clear. Okay. And that's the whole point about a claim. Okay, so you feel that all the information has been put out there. We know everything we need to know. Cherokee Black, your personal experience with the president has led you to believe that Donald Trump is the same person that he was years ago. I just said, so I, he has people around him to keep people quiet. You know, he's a businessman. He's keeping, I, you know, it's, it's hard for me to even talk about him. I, you know, I. I understand. I understand. You know, I believe he's doing the same thing that they do. He just has people that he can. He's a, he's handling everything like a businessman. He has buffers, which and, is and, which is why he's a good president. Which is why he was elected. Right. I get that. Yes. Yeah. The United States is a corporation, so it needs the right businessmen to run this that's, corporation. That's true, but we need honest businessmen too. Mm. Whoa. They have to be. You're right. Okay. They have to be honest, okay. or else they'll be a mess. Right. So well, I don't. If, I don't. I do. I don't think he's honest. Okay. So, okay. so what if? What <laughs> if the woman? <laughs> what if the the scientist from Florida is telling the truth? What if she's the only person that knows the facts? Does she deserve to be heard, Cherokee? Yes. Does she deserve to be? Yorka says yes, Cherokee. I think, of yeah. course, she deserves to be heard. Will she be heard? No, they fired her. Obviously, they don't want the information that she could bring forth heard. So that's but what they do. She could bring a claim to court. She could bring it to court in that case, because it's very important to know the truth. And knowing okay. the truth is how we know how we're going to move forward. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to pivot here for a second. I'm sorry to cut you off, Yorka, because you said bring it to court. So bringing it to court means that we're now dependent on the judges to uphold the law. But we've had issues with the Supreme Court and who is being appointed. We've had issues with, um, you know, the, 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 the left side says that the court is being loaded with conservative judges. Bobby, would you say that conservative judges will always uphold the law and interpret the law correctly? That's uh, that's one of the principles of conservatism is to is to uh, go by the law, go by the book. Okay. Um, so one I, of the I'm problems gonna... we have, Marquis, mm -hmm. just, let me just say this: one of the problems we have with, unfortunately, a lot of judges is that they're they're activist judges. They actually legislate and change policy in their rulings. And that's very, very problematic. Okay. Are you so, referring to Ed Sullivan at the moment? Uh, well, that's a great example. Emmett Sullivan. Look, Emmett look Sullivan. what, look what oh, Emmett okay. Sullivan is doing. Uh, and tell, tell the audience who Emmett Sullivan is, please. He's the, Emmett Sullivan is, is the, um, the judge that is uh, involved in the, um, the Michael Flynn case. And, and basically the prosecution has dropped the charges. The uh, defense has agreed to, to dismiss the case and, the, and the Emmett Sullivan is trying to keep this alive and trying to become a prosecutor, not a judge. Wow. That's Once a lot of prosecute That's a lot uh, of Flynn for, for perjury. Okay, okay. And don't wow. forget we have jury. We have jury trials, and that's what should be demanded, so that okay. the, the judge doesn't. A jury, 
Okay, a jury of your peers, Nyurka, you make a very, very good point. Now, here's the problem that I have. You know, being an independent, this this host of this talk show, he's so snarky, and he's got a big ego, and he thinks he's independent, but he really leans left. And he's always talking about race, and he's always trying to move the conversation in one direction. But when he talks about race, in states like Tennessee, in states like Alabama, in states like Florida, North Carolina, Georgia, maybe even West Virginia. When you have a jury trial, which is supposed to be a jury of your peers, if the jury is manipulated or planted, where, listen, I'm, a, I'm an African-American, but certain, certain things have happened where it's been an all-white jury. Do I expect to get a fair, fair trial? Cherokee, would you expect to get a fair trial if no one on the jury looked like you? No, not necessarily. Not but necessarily. It could work out. I mean, it depends on if, you know, it depends on the case and what people think and the impression given. Okay. And if you have so, a good attorney, there's a lot of things, there are a lot of factors. Okay, so let not let's, always about color. I don't right, think. it isn't. It isn't. I mean, and I'm it's not, not all south. It might be it might be more important in the south that there were people of color on the You're jury. right. It might not always be about gender. So it may not be a woman woman thing here. Daniel John, this woman is a scientist. What should be happening with her to know that she is heard and to know whether we're getting all the information that we deserve? What should be happening here? So uh, doc, you're talking about Dr. Rebecca Jones. Um, she has a job as a scientist um, for the state of Florida. And, but I would say that the job of the governor supersedes her. And if the governor is trying to take the state in a different direction, he would have the authority to open up the beaches, open up the state, all of those things. But at the same time, um, hopefully he is giving credibility to the job that he's interested in doing, which involves supervising Rebecca Jones, Dr. Jones. Mm. So hopefully he's taking the data into consideration. Hopefully he is putting all of the things, uh, you know, considering everything before the termination has taken place. So somewhere you have to trust somebody and that goes all the way up to the president. If Dr. Fauci or Dr. Boat say something that is against the president's agenda, does he really have the right to fire them or to suppress them? I would say I, yes. That's I appreciate you bringing that up because we've seen in this current administration people that do not follow along with the agenda and with the the protocol that Donald Trump is looking for. He looks for people to be very very loyal. They get let go. So should we even be surprised that Florida is taking this route? Should we be surprised, Mr. John? I would say um, that um, we should not be surprised because uh, ultimately the, the governor has to answer. Uh, and and if, if, the, if Dr. Rebecca Jones is one person holding up a pole and a flag um, and, and disrupting the direction in which he wants to take a state, obviously there's a conflict. And that, whether it's a mom and pop business or whether it's a state or whether it's the federal government, if you have one employee that is trying to, you know, disrupt the activities, then it is 
you know, it's it, imperative to let them go. You're saying, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. Um, I'd like to jump off subjects here for a second. And on a past show last week, we discussed a video that is going around where someone under uh, Dr. Fauci is making accusations that we as Americans are not getting all the information that we deserve to be getting. Now that I have Nyurka Encarnacion on the, on the line, I believe, Nyurka, you said that you did see the video. Am I correct in that statement? Which video? Are you talking about the girl who's in the subway? No, I'm talking about the video where uh, it's a documentary where the woman is saying, I worked under Dr. Fauci, and you're not getting all the information that you're supposed to be getting. There, this is the truth. This imp information is being um, held back. And there are a series it's of people. Suppressed. It is being suppressed. Have you seen the video? I saw the video, and then I went back to it because I wanted to share it, and it was deleted from YouTube. It was removed. Okay. Now, Cherokee Black, you say that you've seen the video and you were supposed to send the video to me. And I asked you to put it on a thumb drive because the video is constantly being put onto uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And every time it goes up, they're being taken <clears throat> down. It's being taken down. So I'm asking you guys this question because if you have one person that knows the truth, my question now becomes, how do we protect them? We have an administration that is letting people go that become problematic. Whistleblowers are suddenly the thorn in the lion's paw. And if the lion becomes angry, the lion roars. Samuel, what do we do to protect the whistleblower? When one person knows the truth, if one person knows the truth, what do we do? Um, I don't know the, the, the exact um, things around a, a whistleblower, but whistleblowers have um, some sort of requirements and guidelines that they follow already. So there is, it's, it's out there. I, I just don't know them. Uh, right. Um, I presume if you just follow those, you'll be all right. Looks like you could say something about that. Go okay. Ahead. Now th that presumption you're saying you would presume and presume falls in the family of assume. And unfortunately we, we, we we're right now seeing the, a trend now, this is coming from your top down. You never like to look at this, but we're seeing a trend of you didn't follow along. You testified against the president. You testified against the president. You testified against the administration. You got to go. You got to go. You got to go. We're firing people left and right. Whistleblowers are being attacked. They're being demonized. My question again goes, how do we protect the whistleblower? Well, um, what? I can just take that. Go ahead. I want to clear something about whistleblowers. Yes. Um, whistleblower in the past, not only um, were they were, were they were taken to federal prison. This one doctor, she was she served years in federal prison for trying to do the right thing. Um, and a lot of whistleblowers have been assassinated. Oh. One thing that I've noticed, one thing that I noticed uh, in the past three years, is that. They, they're no longer being assassinated the way they were. Oh, so what are you saying? They're being assassinated differently. 
The way that I see it now is that they're being shut down. They cannot speak. Their, their videos are removed. Oh. Uh, yes. And especially oh. on YouTube. And especially on YouTube because what they're doing now is, is that they're opening up different, um, different channels. Um, and I, I've been able to follow up with the different channels. Okay, perfect. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. jump to Sam right quick. Sam, um, without going too much into detail, you're an entrepreneur uh, that is creating um, an application from what I understand. From what you know of technology, what is the need to have encrypted communication? What is the need and why is there a need? Mm -hmm. Is there a need? Absolutely. You want to reduce as much hacking. You want to reduce as much uh, Big Brother looking at you from all angles, like checking your emails, checking your communications, things like that. So you want end-to-end mm -hmm. encryption when you're doing particular uh, conversations, emails, and so forth. Like as uh, like as in a VPN. If you're using a VPN, you're less likely to be looked at, to be watched because uh, someone would need to know which VPN line you're using. Mm. Okay. So in, in, encryption is necessary to protect information that's being shared back and forth between private citizens. Okay. Yep. Okay. So Bobby, uh, Bobby from Nassau, the anonymous conservative, in the case of WikiLeaks, in the case of Snowden, where a whistleblower is seeing behavior in the government which they find to be treasonous, is it necessary to protect them under whistleblower protocol, or does the desire of the state or Big Brother, as Sam might, as might call it, is that desire of the state to be protected first and foremost. What is your opinion? Since you're anonymous, I think it's safe for you to answer this question. Well, first off, uh, encryption is a necessity in today's day and age with all the theft going on uh, in the world. As far as um, Eric Snowden, um, I, you know, he what he did was criminal. He hacked into the, the government systems and, and just took all that years and years of data and, and made it public to WikiLeaks. Okay. So I, I, I'm, I'm going I'm to do something really politically incorrect here. Well, let me, let me just say this. What specifically was he trying to blow the whistle on with all that data? I mean, he just, he just let out reams and reams of data, of years of data. What was he trying to do? He was just trying to 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 uh, get get after the government in spite. Okay, that's my belief. Right. Okay, right. okay. Because a whistleblower should bring out facts that is affecting other people, not just bring out information that it's got to have a it's got to have a purpose. All right, I'm gonna jump here. I'm gonna jump into a wild area, and please forgive me, guys, but just stay with me for a second. Cherokee Black, I'm gonna come to you. Um, would you describe Harriet Tubman for me in three words? Um, I can't describe her in three words. Um, she was a, a 
She was a a pioneer, a a, a savior, and um and a, a hero. Okay. Um, Harriet Tubman broke the law. She broke the law with the intention on stealing property, the property of Southern land owners. Right. Is Harriet Tubman a criminal? It, according to the law, then she was. Okay. And she according, was a on her head, of course. Okay. And I would, it would be safe to say that Bobby is saying that according to the law, now, Snowden is a criminal. Now, when we go back to the original person that we discussed here, and, and, and Daniel John has mentioned her name, the scientist, she may have broken the law or be attempting to break the law. But if she sees some type of truth and she goes against her government to tell that truth, if Harriet Tubman goes against her government to tell that truth, if Snowden goes against his government to tell that truth, are they still criminals? Would you call Harriet Tubman a criminal still? Um, now, I want to take one case at a time. Um, okay, go ahead. Dr. Rebecca Jones, um, I don't think she even has the same position as Dr. Fauci or Dr. Burks. She's a medical scientist. She's got some, you know, some input into the, you know, Florida healthcare system. And um, she makes a claim that she was hired because of the data. Now, uh, that she was, that, that was being suppressed by the state of Florida, which is fine. Now, my biggest concern is that even though this country may be on the leading forefront of, you know, battling diseases and medical science and all that good stuff, we still don't have a good handle on something like a, you know, a virus like this. Everybody is speaking off the, the top of their head, um, not really knowing what the future is going to be. They don't know how to control the virus. They don't know if there's going to be a vaccine. They don't know if um, there's going to be control in this, in this situation anytime soon. So um, the, it's very complex when it comes to medical science. So I think Dr. Jones was, uh, I would have to hope that she was just you know, term, terminated justifiably because the boss did not think she was doing a good job. So that's one thing with regard to Snowden. I want to say that he was, he had been cleared with a top secret clearance. So for at all levels, they found that um, Snowden was, um, you know, a clean man, that he had nothing in his past. That's why they gave him the, you know, the top secret clearance. He was working with pertinent data and he thought it was important. It was larger than him to be able to release this information to the public just so that the public in general know that they are all or many of many people are being monitored in terms of how they communicate now given the times that we were in 9-11 and you know subsequent to that you know there was information that the government needed to know whether who were these so-called jihadists and mujahideens the people that were you know working in in um, relation with, um, uh, with um, the so-called so Al-Qaeda groups and all the militant groups. So it was pertinent that the government be working towards 
uh, monitoring individuals. And so in that case, the government is justified in what they're doing. Snowden felt like he was a, a hero and he had to release this, this to the public. So, so you wouldn't call him a hero personally? You would not? I would call him a hero because- You would? Okay. Yeah, because I don't even think the government should have hidden this information. They should have even mentioned to the people that, hey, we are doing surveillance on many of you guys. You know, it, it should not have been such secretive information anyway, so that, you know, people, you know, would know that there's something going on. So it, Right, right, okay. Um, you're, you're, you're making some very good points. Uh, the CIA uh, is in that business. The yeah. FBI is in that NSA. business. We, <laughs> Norton was working for NSA. So we now have three agencies that are yeah. in the business of monitoring the United States citizens, whether in the country or abroad. Um, Actually, guys, we, we didn't need Snowden to know that the Patriot Act is all in the Patriot Act. Now, but, but the Patriot Act is recent. No, it started with George Bush. Well, yes, but the when I say when I say recent, I mean as recently as two thousand and one. So now we're going on, on to 19 years of the Patriot Act, but, it, but it's relatively new as far as legal goes. And as for, you know, um, and when we go back yeah, yeah. as far as Kennedy and go back as far as the Adams, you mm -hmm. know, the United States was responding differently to threats at that time. Um, guys, we're, we're, we're down to less than 10 minutes. So I'd like to give each of you an opportunity to speak um, in regards to today's subject with the scientists. Um, Samuel Kachera, I'd like to give you a minute to give me your comment on where you think we are with whistleblowers and with the scientists. One minute. I would like to see uh, Ms. Jones uh, in the news a little bit more. I'd like to see her in the public eye a little bit more and, and let her really state her case. And then I would also like to see, I would also like to hear from her employers so that we can find out what's What's their train of thought when it comes to firing her? For what reason? Um, without the two sides, I mean, we can press the issue as much as we want. It'd be it'd be fruitless. Okay. All right. Um, the anonymous conservative, Bobby from Nassau. <sighs> hey, brother. Listen, um, we the United States has a history of creating laws that benefit some people and don't benefit others. But conservative judges will always uphold the law. I brought up the Harriet Tubman thing because I personally looked at her as a hero. But when I said Snowden, I ruffled some feathers. What's your thought on today's program and what do you want to leave the audience knowing? Um, I, I, think, I think with anyone that's accused of doing anything, we need to let the... Uh, the facts speak for themselves and find out. And again, specifically with uh, Dr. Jones, Rebecca Jones, I, I don't know the whys. Uh, she's got more than enough forums to be able to get her story out. The media can interview her. She's not bound under any gag order that I'm aware of. She can be interviewed. She can uh, take the Trump administration to court if she believes she was discriminated. There's plenty of ways to find out exactly what went on. And until we know that, I think we're just speculating, and and uh, oftentimes that uh, is not a good thing. I thank you for that viewpoint, Nyerka.
Bobby says you can take the Trump administration to court. Nurka, you're someone that has seen some of the underhanded things through the law that can happen when you don't follow the agenda. Would you say this scientist is, is safe to try to sue the administration? Is she, is she protected in trying to speak against the establishment or does, does she need to be careful? No, I think she's protected. I think she should go on and, and, um, and follow through. Um, I don't think she needs to be careful because um, I, what I've been seeing in the, these last three years, and <laughs> the Trump, ha Trump has been attacked enough, and no one that has come to attack him has been hurt. So I think it's safe for her to come, hmm. to come forward. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Mr. Daniel John, science is negotiable according to some of the things that we're witnessing in the current political climate, science becomes negotiable. So you know what, polar ice caps melting, listen, this is, we went through the ice age, we went through the stone age, maybe we're going through the hot age. What is wrong with people not abiding to science? When has it become negotiable? Should it be negotiable? Yeah, uh, uh, just like I was uh, referring to earlier, nobody has a handle on this virus. So you will have as many people saying that we should open up the country or we shouldn't open up the country. It is safe to go outside. It's not safe to go outside. So um, if you were to listen to different experts on what they're saying, you could go haywire. So in this case, the leader has to step forward, which is what Governor said DeSantis did step forward and he terminated for her for a reason. There was a reason given that said she was disruptive, she was insubordinate. So he must have been able to justify those reasons. And maybe she was, or maybe she wasn't. Okay. Um, and and um, so there is a large um, amount of um, um, power given to leaders to make those kind of decisions. Otherwise, we'll be stuck between listening to the left, the right, the middle, and we'll never get anywhere. I, I thank you for that. Uh, and I'm going to come to Cherokee last before I close out today's program. And once I close out today's program, I'd like you all to stay on the line. Um, Cherokee, uh, I brought up the Harriet Tubman situation because she was a woman that made a conscious choice to break the laws of that period. In order to do what she morally felt was the right thing, um, Snowden felt that he was moral. Um, uh, with WikiLeaks, um, Assange felt that he was being moral. And um, in this case, with the scientist, she feels like she's being moral. It, are, are, are we getting to an age where we're compromising our threshold of truth? and our ideals, uh, does everyone have the same voice? No, everyone does not have the same voice. Um, we're a collective and we abide by rules, but we all have, we all have opinions and we all have a voice. And um, sometimes, depending on what our, our, our stand is, we, uh, there are powers that be that want to shut us up. 
And, um, you know, but like um, Nurka said, there are ways to still be heard. You know, there's different forums. There, um, you know, you have different forums. You can, if they take you down, you can get back up. There's podcasts. There's all kinds of ways to get your voice heard. There's the media. The media is always there to listen, you know. Okay. I appreciate you saying that. Um, that I'm going to close out the, the show that way. I'm coming to you guys on an uh, on a device that is running low on power because of the law that exists in my state. Um, I, I get limited internet in the space that I'm in. I can't go to a podcast studio because they're closed. And the place I usually record at, I was told that I'm not able to go there today. My, um, and so what, what happens is um, I'm going to attempt to record some more shows tomorrow. So everyone that's on the panel, I'd like, to le- I'd like you to let our director Cole know your availability um, in regards to uh, recording Friday's program and a couple more shows so that we can come back to five days a week. So he, I know he sent out an email asking what your alternative is. Because my power is running low, I want to say not everyone has the same access. Not everyone has the same information. It is very important in a free society that those that have less are still heard just like those that have more. Those that are in the rural areas have just as much of a right to be heard as those that are in city areas. Cherokee Black has said we are all a collective, but we are not always treated equal. The anonymous conservative Bob from Nassau said, we must uphold the law, but what do we do when the law doesn't uphold us? I am Marquis Deborah your uh, host of Verbal Assault live stream. We are a political podcast. We are listener supported. Please support us on Patreon, Twitch, uh, any one of the anchor platforms, whatever you can give, we greatly appreciate it. If you want to be part of the panel and left voices are left voices are flaking out here, you get right people coming up that are giving intelligent conversation and the left voices are not coming in strong like, like they do normally in a blue state. Cast crew. 212 at gmail, C-A-S-T-C-R-E-W-212 at gmail.com. I am Marquis Debro. I thank you for being part of our listening audience. I thank you for being part of our viewing audience. And we are for the day out. Enjoy your week. I'm different. I'm different.